expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up nine points this morning from yesterday's close at 15,827 on turnover of 1.8 billion NT. The market closed slightly lower on Wednesday, despite recouping most of its early losses, sparked by remarks from U.S. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, who warned that America's central bank could continue its current rate hike cycle. Foreign institutional investors turned cautious about further rate hikes, but local investors remained willing to pick up bargains on the local main board during the day's trading session to lend some support to the broader market. U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has confirmed that he will meet with President Tsai Ing-wen in the United States early next month. However, McCarthy says that meeting does not preclude a possible trip to Taiwan at a later date. The U.S. House Speaker is also dismissing reports that the meeting in California is being held to avoid possible confrontation with China, and that both sides were uneasy that a visit would severely increase cross-strait tensions if he were to visit Taiwan. According to McCarthy, Beijing can't tell him where or when to go, and the Taiwan president just happens to be in America. U.S. State Department spokesperson Ned Price is describing Tsai's travel as a transit rather than a visit to the United States. The Ministry of Finance has announced that babies born to Taiwanese citizens before the end of this year will be eligible to receive one-off cash payments of 6,000 NT, drawn from the government's 2022 tax surplus. The ministry had previously said that only children born within six months following the starting of disbursement of the tax rebates would be included in the groups eligible for the payments. However, the eligibility criteria has now been expanded to cover newborns born by December 31, 2023. Reports say the expansion of the cash handout program will require around 200 million NT in additional funding. In international news, Malaysia's anti-graft agency has summoned former Prime Minister Muhyiddin Yassin. Muhyiddin Yassin, following allegations of abuse in stimulus programs launched under his leadership of the country. He's denied the accusations and described them as a political vendetta. Patrick Falk reports. In a Facebook post, former Malaysian Prime Minister Muhyiddin Yassin said he was called into the headquarters of the Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission on Thursday 
According to Malaysia's New Straits Times, he will have his statements recorded over $68 million his party allegedly received as political funds from contractors that were awarded projects during his premiership. Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim ordered a review last year of government projects worth billions of dollars that had been approved by Muhyiddin. Muhyiddin has denied the allegations and says it's an attempt by the new unity government to silence the opposition. Patrick Falk, Hong Kong. And the United Nations says that since the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan, the country has become the most repressive in the world for women and girls. The UN mission into Kabul says in a statement released Wednesday that Afghanistan's new rulers have shown an almost singular focus on imposing rules that leave most women and girls effectively trapped in their homes. The special representative of the UN Secretary General and head of the mission to Afghanistan says it's been distressing to witness their methodical, deliberate, and systematic efforts to push Afghan women and girls out of the public sphere. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.